0: so much to talk to richard dustman about our global news reporter over in victoria morning richard
1: good morning simmy how you doing
0: good thank you what's it like over there weatherwise?
1: i think it looks okay no I snow think it's uh six degrees no snow for sure no snow oh, it's, it's
0: messy over here today on that yeah, front. no
1: snow some rain uh, and uh, the sun's peeking up now, but oh, nice. uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty good here on this uh, this side of the water.
0: Well, consider yourself lucky. It's a bit messy over here today, <laughs> so we are going to keep letting people know about that. But lots for us to talk about this morning too. What is the deal with this fight with the RCMP and Dr. Bonnie Henry? Like, why are the RCMP picking this fight?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think there's a lot of uh, layers here to this around the RCMP's uh, reputation uh, and. Mm-hmm sort of trying to restore some of it, uh, not just here, British Columbia, but across the country. You know, it's an organization that has received uh, some substantial criticism over the last uh, decade and, and a little bit longer than that. And I think it's an organization that, you know, is working on uh, regaining public trust. And there's a serious conversation that's happening in Surrey around the transition to the Surrey Police Force that has an impact on how people see the RCMP, not just in Surrey, but across the province. And so, you know, the union is there to represent the RCMP and, and when people criticize it, uh, to stand up for it. But I don't think people are, qu- other than the RCMP, there's not a lot of people questioning the comments no. uh, that Dr. Exactly. Henry made.
0: Right. There's Um, legitimacy to what she said, because it's a discussion we've been having about the role of the RCMP, it feels like, for years now.
1: Yeah. And I think part of it as well is uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry has become um, iconic in this province around her dealing with COVID-19, obviously. And this is the other part of her responsibilities as provincial health officer. Right. She was speaking uh, to this committee uh, as the top doctor in the province, and uh, mainly focused in, obviously, on mental health and the way that police treat those uh, with uh, mental health issues. And so it's it's sort of a budding of personalities as well here that, you know, whenever you question institutions like the RCMP is, there's going to be pushback there. So you got the sense from the news about sort of what all these comments are about, but You know, it seems like there is legitimate criticism there from Dr. Henry and many others who have testified in this committee about, you know, the disconnect between uh, the federal police force and localized police forces in terms of better tools to deal immediately with mental health crises on the ground.
0: Okay. Um, more to come on that. Let's talk about the COVID-19 situation. Uh, big news out of Ontario and Alberta last couple of days is they're announcing their schedule, the dates even for when people over the age of, in Alberta's case, 75 Ontario 80 can get vaccinated. How come we don't have those date dates yet?
1: Yeah. So BC was the first province in the country to announce a, uh, the full vaccination plan for mass immunizations and since then uh, seemingly fallen behind. And and I've been trying, Simi, to figure out for the last two weeks that answer of, of why we haven't come out yet and presented. What are we waiting for? Because as we know, the announcement around the specific details of the 80 plus vaccination was supposed to happen last week. Now we know it's going to be happening next week on Monday. So a nearly two-week delay on that. And part of it uh, publicly was explained as a shortage in vaccines. I think the other concern as well is this worry that it will the launch won't go well. We saw in Alberta yesterday, the website crashed oh, yeah. immediately. Uh, there's been some frustration around trying to navigate that system. And I think British Columbia is trying to avoid it. You know, the, the reality is that when the full online vaccination system goes on board, which again, we don't know when that's going to be. That not is not necessarily part of the details on Monday because the full online vaccination has to do with the 70 plus group, not the 80 plus group. But the inevitability is it may crash here as well. So it's a good question. We don't fully know yet, but. The reality is we're getting closer to an understanding of when all of this is going to happen and how it's going to be done and where it's going to be done. We know some of those details. We know that uh, dentists and paramedics can now administer the COVID-19 vaccine. We know the different locations that are going to be used in some communities and not others. But uh, BC is slowly sort of losing ground to other provinces, and that's going to create more anxiety in a situation that has already created high anxiety.
0: Oh, that is so true. Speaking of that then, so we know restrictions are staying in place, but I mean, are we talking potentially more restrictions coming because of the delay in getting everybody vaccinated?
1: Yeah. So I think we're looking at a situation here where the provincial health officer is grappling with what more can be done. We're in the midst now of this indefinite extension on the ban on social gatherings and the ban on events. And originally, when that extension got put in place, Dr. Henry said, oh, I'll look to the end of February. If things get better by the end of February, we can ease some of those. Well, yesterday... The seven day rolling average for COVID 19 cases, new cases a day, was 512.9. You look back a week, February 16th, it was 408.9. So we're going in the wrong direction here. And I think it's inevitable at this point that there's no way restrictions are getting eased this week before the end of February. There's a very distinct uh, possibility that over the next uh, week or so the province considers additional restrictions and that could be aimed towards spring break. I think as we see the community transmission we're seeing, Simi, there is legitimate worry. I'm already hearing, and I'm sure you're hearing, lots of conversations from friends saying, I think by spring break we'll be okay and, I- and I'm going to book some travel yeah, around the no. province or no. outside the province. And <laughs> at one point, A few weeks ago, maybe there was hope for that, but we're at the point now where we are in as bad a spot as we've been in a month, and uh, this isn't getting better. And Yes, deaths are down because of the vaccination plan, and that is great news, but there are still a lot of unknowns with this virus, and community transmission is bad. And I think we may start seeing some language over the next few weeks, uh, producing some uh, substantial restrictions to to stop or strongly uh, discourage people from traveling uh, when kids are on spring break.
0: Yeah, And again, though, other provinces have already said this, right? Other pro- yes. Ontario, Quebec have already come out and said, don't do it. Don't go anywhere for spring break. BC hasn't yeah. said anything yet.
1: No, and I think we may hear that over the next few days. One o'clock today, Dr. Bonnie Henry and Health Minister Adrian Dix, tomorrow morning, Premier John Horgan. um, I think we're going to start seeing a shift. Yes, they want to focus heavily on vaccines. Vaccines are good news. Uh, Vaccines are the light at the end of the tunnel. But the reality is most of us are, are looking at our vaccine four, five, six months down the road. And we want to know the now, like, what is our lives? What are the impacts going to be now? And um, I think we will start getting some of that guidance, the early discouragements before mm-hmm. we actually see restrictions, if there are any, uh, as early as, as today.
0: Okay, so this more today, then it's one o'clock this afternoon is the yes. press conference, right?
1: Yep, so a little bit of a change of schedule uh, today, uh, 1 o'clock, and then uh, tomorrow, Horgan in the morning, we're not sure. And then next week, the legislature is back uh, after uh, a break. Uh so uh there will likely be a little alteration in schedules for next week as well. My understanding is the government's just trying to get back to some consistency. We know that a lot of people listen to the briefings yes. and watch the briefings and government knows that as well and uh they are working to try to uh figure out uh, some stability again so people can cuz we know that the the briefings have been jumping around over the last uh, few
0: weeks. All right, more information is better. Uh thank you Richard. Yeah, thanks to me. i
1: great day.